Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning. Welcome oh. back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, Hi. DJ Rock Lobster. <laughs> I always love that one. <laughs> Quick, since Taylor brought up Willow, right? She was singing uh-huh. the song Willow oh, there. Right. Here just... comes Tree Talk. <laughs> it's time for Tree Talk. I just want to say that I was measuring over the weekend, and one of my Austri Willow trees, hybrid Willow, vertical Willow, doesn't weep out and hang down on the ground. It grows upward, um, has grown 22 inches. Whoa. In the little, what, month and a half that I've had it. Oh, amazing, Steve. Congratulations. Suck it! You know how most people have, like, in their door frame, you know, the measurements of the kids over the years? Steve's got one for his trees. (laughs) I even wrote with a permanent marker on the top of the trunk and on the bottom, one inch down from the top, one inch from the bottom, because I legitimately have this question. And if anybody, if anybody out there knows this, please do email me, and I would love to know the answer. Does a tree grow from the bottom? Or from the top. Hmm. The trunk of the tree, if you mark it, is it growing from the top? Does it get to like a point where, all right, now it's four feet above the ground, now the top continues to grow up? Or does the base of it, does it go up like a ladder from the bottom? That's something I've never thought Oh, sorry. Hang on, Rocco. Donna? 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 Yes, what? You were, it seemed like you had maybe fallen asleep. You were snoring on the microphone. Are you high? Well, you were snoring and almost whistling on your inhale. Okay. So I need to make, speaking of Taylor and trees, I need to make like a tree talk open for Steve. Yes. And a Donna talks about Taylor Swift open. Yep. I'll do that next week. He's going on vacation. Hey, I'm I'm interviewing Rocco today. (gasps) Oh my gosh, that's exciting. It is exciting. What happened to Kenny? You got bummed. By the way, you were (laughs) his first choice. Other gray beard. No, after Kenny uh, uh, turned me down. Um, and he he had very good reasons to do so. We just couldn't make it work, okay? We just couldn't make it work. Um, and by the way, when I emailed Kenny and I said, hey, blah, 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 we should do this interview. And by the way, I'm kind of afraid of you, which I think could add an interesting tension to the interview. He responded with, don't be afraid of me. I'm an asshat. Never be afraid of an asshat. Oh, good tip. <laughs> that was okay. really funny. Excellent. Uh, anyway, yes, I'm interviewing Rocco today, which I can't wait. So that's coming up uh, at 3.15, not live on the air. It'll air on Twin Cities Live next week. Excellent. Here's what I want to talk with you about. Okay. Um, this list on The Hollywood Reporter of the best shows here at the halfway point of 2021, because we're already halfway through this, sucker. It is going to be July 4th this weekend. It's really blowing by. A list of some shows that you can add to your to-be-binged list. Let's start with the one that I've heard Lori Bargini talking about. I think she's been talking about this one, For All Mankind. Yeah, she does talk about that, and I'd like to watch that one, too. What is that about? Let me describe it. As written by The Hollywood Reporter, this is an Apple TV Plus show. Uh, they say it is a meticulously unfolding space race alt history on Apple TV Plus, a top-notch example of the pleasures of slow burn storytelling, 
character-driven suspense, and emotional catharsis that's beginning to call to mind AMC's late great Halt and Catch Fire, whatever that was. So what's it about? I don't know. I think it has to do with the space, like back in like the Neil Armstrong days, I okay. think. I believe I so, too. Astronauts. Okay. Yeah, okay. early astronauts in the space race, but it sounds like it's a bit of an alt- alternate history. Not so much like Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, but I think that they take their liberties here. Okay. But I've heard her rave about it, that it's just, it's great. So, yeah, it's her fave. And that's two seasons, right? Or just one? No follow-up questions? Sorry, sorry. For all mankind, if you want to know how many seasons there are, you can see for yourself on Apple TV+. <laughs> Um, another one which I've watched most of episode one of, Donna, Hacks, starring our buddy Gene Smart, friend of the show. I'm glad who, you guys are crushing on her, ex- too. Wait, excuse me. Yeah? Okay. You said what about episode one? I've watched most of episode one of Hacks. It's like and that's 27 it? minutes, dude. I know. Here's Please, what happened. Come on. I finished the whole thing. I loved it. Me, too. Oh, okay. Rocco, you're my best friend. Yes. I Let me... It. I love you. Gene Smart. You're canceled. Uh, Gene Smart's great. Don't cancel me. No. All right. Here's why. Wow. I put it on in the middle of the day. Very dangerous. I mean, it was like 6 p.m. Kids are coming and going. Daughter runs in. It's a fairly brash show, at least the first episode is. So then I quick hit pause. She comes in and I'm like, blah, 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 because it takes a minute for me to get to the pause button. Then the second time that she comes in is toward the end where Gene Smart's character and then this up-and-coming, recently canceled comedic writer, they're meeting and they're going rat-a-tat-tat back and forth to each other. Daughter comes in again, and I panic and just hit the power button. It's okay. That's how you don't almost finish one episode. Don't watch it. It's, no, no, I want to yeah, watch don't, it. Don't, no, totally. no. good. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Okay. Have you heard of High on the Hog? Nope. No. Hollywood Reporter says this is one of the best shows so far of 2021. Really? Indeed it is. Um, this is Netflix's exploration of the black diaspora and its impact on global culinary traditions in more history anthropology docuseries than it is a food show. So it's not like a full, here's how we're making this today, but this is a look at the black diaspora and how the the culture has sort of spread throughout the globe and impacted different culinary traditions all throughout history. I know what that word is. Um, I believe the diaspora, a diaspora, would mean when a group is sent out and then dispersed throughout. So they had been in one region of the world and then they were dispersed throughout different parts of the world. So now you have bits of their culture all spread out as opposed to concentrated in one in, specific oh, area. Is this where I play the... Diaspora. Thank you so much. Okay, diaspora, not diaspora. Well, you diaspora. Know. No, that's good. Right. We got no, to get better and stronger. Diaspora. You put the ass in diaspora. <laughs> <laughs> there she is, ladies uh, and gentlemen. Thanks. All right. Uh, anyway, that show is called High on the Hog. They also reference CNN's uh, Stanley Tucci searching for Italy is purely culinary. So if you want to do that, you can check out um, Stanley Tucci's just fabulous and everything he's in. Another show called Last Chance You Basketball. There was a Last Chance You football docuseries that was out for a while. Kids who were just coming up with all the odds against them and how football oh. brings them together. But real life, real life documentary. Now they're doing that with basketball. Okay. Uh, that's on Netflix. You can watch it there. How about um, Lupin? Have you heard yes, of Lupin? Super into it. Tell us about Lupin because the Hollywood Reporter is loving it. Well, 
It's eleven eleven, and I'm going to talk to you about. Lu- I think oh, I think it's Nicholas. French, so I think they say Lupin. 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 Um, he is. Um, uh, he's sort of a thief that does bad things for good. Um, he. It's all in like Paris. I've only watched the first three of season one. So you have to read subtitles, right? Yeah, and I watched the first three, and I was like, "Holy cow! I got to get my wife into this." So now mm-hmm. I rewatched the first three with her, so we can be caught up together. Oh, nice. And um, it's just fun. It's almost kind of James Bondy, where like you know, uh, he uses his, um, his mind and cunning to do some cool stuff, and he's trying to avenge um, something that once happened to his father. And it's all sort of based on this um, uh, guy named, I think it's Arsène Lupin, who is like a, um, a, a literary uh, thief, and he's kind of known as a gentleman thief. Mm. Listen, I'm not going to lie, you guys. I know that you just named the best shows of the year so far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is not one on that list that I'm going to watch. No, you'd like Lupin. <laughs> what, what about really? For All Mankind? No. Mm-mm. Uh, what about last chance of you? No. All right, name, let's take a break. One, can you just name one more? Mayor of Easttown was on the list. Okay, we already great. watched it. Check right, the box. Good. All right, thanks. The other one I've been watching lately with the wife is Starstruck on HBO Max. It's just oh. another shorty, like about uh, 25 minutes each. It's only about six episodes, and it's about a woman who has a one-night stand with a guy she finds out who's kind of a famous actor. Mm. And they kind of have a thing for each other, even though they don't quite match. All right, She's not now famous. I'm He's watching famous. this. All okay, right, Starstruck on We what? gotta go. What's it on? HBO Max. HBO Max. I'm watching that one. That's a good one. Oh, when we okay. come back, uh, let's get into a couple of studies. Let's start with this one. The number one thing that you missed about your morning commute. Can you think about that? I know there's a lot to love when not having to commute. The number one thing you miss. We'll tell you what that is. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. <laughs> it is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, <laughs> hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. You are my buddy, my baby buddy boo. Yep. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Hey Steve. What's up, Donna? You're my buddy. I think that you are one of my co-workers. Someone asked 2,000 people what they did not miss while working from home. Top answer? The commute. Traffic. Small talk. Oh. I agree. Hey, hot enough out there for you? 
Exactly. I tell you what, and if we could, could they have, God bless the Hubbard family whom I love, when constructing the building, think we could have added a couple more corners to these hallways? I mean, the amount of times that I have to spot someone 75 feet away as we both have an internal monologue happening of when is the appropriate time to speak? That's a great question. You know what I'm talking about. How about the people who don't speak to you when you speak to them? I tell you what, you almost want to chase them down and say, hey, hey, News what guy. are you? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Important TV person. Why don't you say, come on, man. You know how mad, bad that made me feel? <sighs> if someone says, how are you? You don't just nod at them. Agreed. You say something. Absolutely. I met a guy today in the hallway I never saw in my life. And He's, what's his name? I don't even know. I didn't ask him. We were talking about, uh, oh. I said, I just got back. What was the weather like here? And oh, he you said, did. oh, I'm leaving. Like? He said, I'm leaving for New York tomorrow. And I go, I just came back from New York. Oh, look. And then oh, I said, God, I'm, I'm chilled. That that guy left for New York six years ago and died in a plane crash. I <laughs> know. Yeah. What? Stop it. Donna. And that was the same last conversation he had. <laughs> oh, my God. Is this The Shining? No. Oh my Listen. The guy is from the Bronx. Oh, this is your time? I'm from Jersey. And I said, yeah, we were doing our family Christmas. He goes, that's what we're going to do. No. I said, East Coast forever. Do you think that was there a chemistry? Oh, no. I don't Did know. he have a ring on? I don't know. I didn't look. If you like it, then you put a ring on it. So one in three people were happy they didn't have to be chatty at work. 31% liked that they didn't have to look presentable, Steve. Uh, 27% didn't miss battling the traffic. There it is. Oh, yes. 58% of people did miss some aspects of their com- commute. I don't know what that would be. <laughs> <laughs> And the top thing people missed. What do they miss? I can't even imagine. Was what you're doing right now, people? Listening to the radio. Come on. I mean. Come on, baby. I do enjoy the radio. It's something that I do. No, I really do. Like not working in the radio, but I listening listening to the radio. I totally agree. There's just something about it that I don't ever want to go away. I like it. I like I like I like pressing buttons. I like I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I know. Searching for the perfect song. Isn't without... there something, too, about knowing that there are people at radio stations all throughout the cities all doing the same thing at the same time? Let's yeah. just be honest, competing for your ears. Absolutely. But there's this there's this sense of aliveness. You know what I mean? That you know, God love podcasts, and I really enjoy a good podcast. But the podcasts just don't offer you that same live energy. That's the joy of working in live radio and live TV. You know, it's just like it's all happening right now. You think it's weird if you if I uh, there's someone I want to reach out to and just s- send a note and say like, hey, 
I hear you from time to time, and I think you're doing great. They've been in the business much longer than I have. Hmm. You think it's a weird thing for me to reach out, having no. never interacted think, with this person? You know what? No, I think it's always nice to receive a compliment. And hmm. especially when you're not expecting it. It's, yeah. just, it's just a lovely thing. I mean, even when you just you get an email from someone you don't know, like yeah. a listener emails us, you know, and you don't think, okay, weirdo. You go, that was really nice. That made my day. Thanks for asking about my 5 a.m. challenge. That was actually a challenge that I issued last week, a challenge within the challenge, which was the encourage somebody today challenge. Like, be really oh, intentional about like it. That. Send them a text, give them a call, whatever it is, however you want to communicate it. Send them an email. But I had had um, so many people in the first couple of weeks of doing this wake up early challenge mm -hmm. who had reached out and you know we always have just such lovely viewers and listeners who say really nice nice things but people were taking their time to like write a paragraph to me and say this is why this uh, why they were encouraging me is really specific and like the finer point you get with your encouragement of somebody or compliment of somebody the more meaningful it is it's so um so okay i'm gonna do it then I don't know how to get a hold of the person, but I'll figure it out. You want to tell me who this no, person is? No, I won't reveal their oh, identity. God. Okay, let me um, ask you this. How okay. much longer is this challenge okay. continuing? Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll hop on board. You don't know The me. challenge is continuing for today is, and I haven't yet done my daily update video. Those are getting a little tiring. Um, for all of us. I understand. <laughs> I understand. The followers are dropping off like crazy. It is, we're on day 16, and oh. it's a 30-day challenge. So how about if I do this? It's like getting into a football game, a high school football game. You get in free after halftime. Come on in. You get up at 5? That's the intended goal. But I, when I get up at like 5.10, I tell people. There's been a time when I've slept in until 5.40 over the weekend. I got up at 4.30, stayed awake, nauseous until 5.30, and then I went back to bed because I had to go judge a burger eating contest, and I couldn't even stomach the idea of eating food, so I, I slept again. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. What do you got? One day a week, I'm going to okay. get up at 5.45. Boom. Wow, what an inspiration. Wait, so you'd be willing to do one out of seven days where you get up like 15 minutes earlier than you normally do? Yeah, How do you I do it? I sleep until about 6.20. Okay. So it's still early, you know? You sure you're not overdoing it with one day a week? You want to scale that back at all? I don't want you to burn out on this. You know what I'm saying? You're a funny guy. Donna. You're funny, funny oh, guy. Oh, we can't laugh anymore. Uh, Boy, if America was the way that you wanted, there would be no laughter and only tears. If you only heard this woman off microphone. I like your idea of ins of saying something intentional and yeah. lovely to someone every day. I'll yeah, go I, with that. I, I take okay. back everything yeah, I said about she's... 545. That's never going to happen. Who am I kidding? Oh. Yeah, send somebody a nice intentional note of encouragement today. Okay, will do. Um, we have a confession today. It's Tuesday. It's hour 3, 1130. We always do it. The question today is, what's the most important thing that you've ever forgotten? Whoopsie-daisy. Mm. You can give us a call, 651-641-1071. No judgment, only confessions. Next. It's easy to bail on a workout, but it's hard to bail on a friend. That's why I like the idea of a workout buddy. Somebody that can keep you accountable, push you a little bit to lift more, run a little bit faster, or try a new exercise. Right now, The Y is offering $10 enrollment with no dues until August if you join by June 30th. So you and a friend can sweat, stretch, strengthen, and yes, you can save together too. Join now at ymcanorth.org. I have something important to tell everybody, Donna. All right, Steve. 
Uh, Cafe Festival. It's coming up, guys. I Send know. us your Cafeteos. Do it. Do it now. Don't wait. Cafe Fest is going to be happening Thursday, August 12th. It's presented by First Equity. So submit your videos now. They might be a part of the final reel. Imagine seeing your feline up on the big screen at CHS Field. Tickets to the event go on sale July 8th. You can get more info at mytalk1071.com. Keyword cat. I must tell you this quickly before we get into confessions. I guess when I've gone to the uh, Cat Video Festival before, and it's no secret, I'm much more of a dog guy than I am a cat guy. I guess I've never thought of how cool that would be if you saw a video of your cat mm-hmm. up on that big screen. Oh, so f- Like, imagine if it was a dog fun. festival, and yep. then I had a video of Rex, and he made it up onto the big screen. That would be really fun. So, I guess my heart is softening. I'm so happy to hear that, Steve. You're my buddy, boo. I have a bit of a confession. The confessional is open. Can you keep a secret? I've been a bad, bad girl. girl. It's Confessions with Donna and Steve. So today we want to know what's the most important thing you forgot. Where do I begin? I forgot two embarrassing things. Oh, really? Yeah. Once, and I don't know why, there's just some like biographical information that I forget sometimes. Mm-hmm. After my uh, brother Scooty and April had their first son like six years ago, I and it was like they had gone, they had tried for years and years and years and years and finally became pregnant seven years later and we were so overjoyed. Everybody was so happy. And then they had the baby and then they mentioned, okay, the baby's name is this. And then someone asked me, maybe the next day in the office, what's his name? And I was sitting there looking at my computer like, oh my gosh. What's his name? And then he, like you have this monumental experience, this moving moment in your family, and then you cannot remember your long-waited-for baby nephew's name. That was embarrassing. And then I have forgotten multiple children's birthdays and written them down wrong, like submitted them as the wrong birthday on paperwork. So do you want to say what his name is now? His name is Nathan. Aw. Oh, you're testing baby me. Nathan. Yes, I was. Yeah. Yes, uh, was. Well, we've got lots of people on the line, so let's start with the phones. Uh, let's go to... Rocco, who should we go to? You uh, How about George? I love George. George, hey, boy. Hi, George. Hey, hey there. How you guys doing? We're good. Oh, so good, bro. So what did you real, forget? Uh, real quick, two things involving my wife. Okay. When we were first dating, I always called her babe or sweetheart. That's just the way it was. Mm-hmm. And we're out to dinner, and <laughs> I actually went to call her by her name for some reason, <laughs> and I stumbled over her name. I couldn't remember it. Oh, my God. That okay, happens. no judgment. I always referred to her as babe or sweetheart. No yeah. judgment. No and judgment. then the other thing is, um, long time later, we're married. We hear a knock at the door. Um, we had our daughters. We're like one and three. We get a knock at the door, and it's my in-laws. And they're like, hi, hello, and they have presents. Mm. And we're like, what's going on? Oh, no. And they go, happy anniversary. Oh. So my wife and I forgot our anniversary. Oh, then it doesn't count. You're yeah, in the clear. Count, exactly. By the way, it was like our ninth or tenth anniversary, and we both forgot it. Oh, wow. my gosh. So how many years have you been married now, George? Uh, this year will make 37 years. <gasps> oh, Congratulations. George. That's amazing. My gosh. Yeah, that's awesome. Go. Thanks how, for calling. How old are you, George? Hey, Steve, leave him alone now, man. George, how old are you? <laughs> Me? I yeah. just turned 60. Nice. Happy Congratulations, birthday. man. That's awesome. 
Thank you very much. We can let him go now, right, Steve? Yeah, I guess so. All right, George. Uh, Thanks for calling. Have a great day, okay? All right, bye. (laughs) Okay, though. (laughs) It was really a... Have a great day, okay, George? That sounds good for you, buddy, yeah? Uh, Yes, you agree? That was on me. I I turned him down. Okay, so Heather's on the line. Hi, Heather. Hello. Hi. So what did you forget that was important? Okay, in the grand scheme of life, it's probably not that important to people, but in the life of a teacher, when you do donuts on Friday mornings and it's your turn and you're in your classroom and another teacher comes in and goes, hey, Breezy, you got donuts this morning. And you realize, Mm. oh, my God, I have nothing. I let everyone down. Yeah, yeah, sprint out the door, run to the grocery store, grab as much as you can, and hustle back up to school yeah, as fast as possible. People didn't eat breakfast because they were counting on you. Yeah. But ex- exactly. <laughs> you just let everybody down. It's, you know, a little bit of fun on a Friday, and, yep, you blew it. Yeah, that's a bummer. You got yeah, it done, though. Yeah. You're okay. I've yeah. gotten a... Oh, well. Hey, Breezy, you be good to yourself, all right? Breezy. Okay, I will, Steve. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> Bye, Heather. All right. Okay. Bye. Didn't she say that was her nickname? I don't know. A teacher came up and said, hey, Breezy, you got donuts today. That's probably your last name or something. I once got a call from Elizabeth, casually driving into the station I am, and uh, I was, I don't know, around noonish or something like that. And then she calls, and I answered it. As I recall, I answered it in some way like, and to what do I owe this pleasure? And then she said, hey, are you almost here? And I was like, almost where? And she was in White Bear, White Bear Lake, oh, no. which was far from where I was. Steve. And that was a real, that's a bad feeling when you know you are supposed to be somewhere. And there are cameras there and people are there and they're ready for you to be there and, and you're not there. everyone's waiting on you. Oh, that's not a good Boy, feeling Boy, you are such all. a disappointment. Shut um, up. I didn't show up to work one day. <laughs> and it was terrible because the guy on before me was the morning guy. Yeah who had to get up early and do a, it was a Saturday and I was working in St. Cloud. So he called me. I was already late. I'm over an hour away from St. Cloud. I just, uh, you just feel like there's nothing you can do or say to fix it. (sighs) You just hang your head in shame. And And I wonder, since you were on the air in St. Cloud, I wonder if the listener noticed. (laughs) Sorry, I'm kidding. All right. Just chill out, Donna. All right, fine. We're going to Annie. Come on in, Annie. Hi, Annie. How are you, Annie Banny? I'm doing well. Good. What well, tell us about the last time you forgot something really important. Oh, goodness. This takes <laughs> me back, I don't know, almost 30 years. But, well, I shouldn't. Okay. Anywho, <laughs> I neglected, I just totally blinked, picking up my mom from a class that she took at the U. Um I didn't remember I forgot this until I got home before I headed to my final final for my college. And there was a police car mm. parked in front of my house. Oh, that's always just the worst visual ever. Oh, my gosh. And then she was coming out the door and went, there she is. I knew she wouldn't miss her final. Thank God you're fine, Bobo. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. And that was it. So... Yeah. Well, I mean, if you see a police car at your house, you're thinking someone has been injured or mm-hmm. killed. Right. Mm-hmm. Who knows? There's yeah. a crime. Yeah. Oh, geez. Or they yeah. finally caught you? It. Yeah, everything 
turned out as it should have. Oh, oh, oh good. Thank you for sharing yes. that, Annie. Thanks, Breezy. Bye. I have, Bye. I have one from um, Alyssa on our Facebook page. This is this is embarrassing. I have minor face blindness, so when I worked at a grocery store in my twenties, my dad came into the store. And I did not even recognize him, even though I had just seen him three hours before, and not to mention, I'm adding this, that he was your dad. Okay. Who's um, that guy in the egg aisle? I don't know. You know what that is? You know what I chalk that up to, though, is... Seeing people out of context? Absolutely. It's like seeing your dentist at the gas station. Oh, it's it's weird. Misery. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to see him pumping gas. That's weird. Do you know that I, if I see someone that I know in a store, I will intentionally, intentionally avoid them? Absolutely. I do the same thing. I don't care who it is. I just don't want to do it there. Let's not have a really stupid conversation. Yeah. And it's like personal because you're shopping for things. And, you know, you don't want them seeing what you're buying. Wow. That's a lot of ointment. (laughs) Right, <laughs> totally. He's just here for you. Uh, I like this answer um, from Jenny. She said the most important thing she forgot. Okay, mm-hmm. to love herself. I love that. You should go let yourself. Yeah. Bieber. All right, Deb. Let's go to Deb. Deb. The what Deb, up, Deb Meister. Hey, hi. Hey. hey, hello. So what did you forget, Deb? Well, um, my sister had bought tickets for this uh, concert, Luann Delaseth. And, uh, oh. <laughs> and we had tickets months in advance. So she said, okay, make the reservations at the casino. So I made the reservations at the casino. And we all got all dressed up, ready to go down to the concert, and then realized I had booked us at the wrong casino. I forgot what casino oh, the show was no. in. Oh, <laughs> so you missed no. the show? Oh, yeah, we missed the show. <laughs> so now I feel like I owe my sister big. She was oh. very gracious about the whole thing. Oh, no. <laughs> that would be hilarious. such a bummer, though. You're sitting in the restaurant, just like ready to go, everybody's dolled up. Yeah. Oh, geez. What wow. a bummer. That's funny. Thank you for sharing that, Deb. Have a good day. So, mm. Steve, do you know who uh, Luanne de la Chep is? Oh, wait. Yes, she's a housewife. Yes, queer. Yes, she, Countess Luanne, she was on Twin Cities Live once. That's why I know her. Oh, was she nice? Yes. That's good to know. Okay. All right, then. Rocco, you ever forget anything, you or know, you just I was just perfect? thinking about it. I when I was first kind of doing this job uh, on Lori and Julia, and uh, Holly took the day off. I forgot to prepare a top of the hour dirt alert. Oh. Did you just so, riff it? Uh, not really. The show started, and it was like, "Hey, and here's a dirt alert." And I was like, "Oh, oh. my god!" Oh, I was like, hey, "I remembered to do traffic and weather. I totally forgot it was my job to do dirt alerts." And Julia oh. made fun of me. And what else did you forget? Donna, Marco? don't do this. Maybe. I forgot to keep track of the scores of all your exactly. game shows on this mm-hmm. station. Mm-hmm. Donna. Mm, just saying. Remember when we said we were going to encourage people, <gasps> give people grace? <gasps> Donna, not with <gasps> the monster noises. Okay. We better go. <laughs> yeah, let's take a breather. All right. When we come back... Uh, oh, there's a really cute story. We forgot what we have coming up. No, there's a cute story about a uh, a 70 year old woman who got to do something really cool at a Yankees game. Yeah, this is great.
until a line drive. No. no. Okay. Stop no. adding that to the story. Right. He said that to Well, we'll fill you in. It's all coming up in the final stretch of the show, which is next. Final stretch of the show. The Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve, you didn't just take a picture of me, did you? No. Oh, thank God. No, I didn't have my phone on me. That oh, would have been good. It is National Camera Day. Oh, yes. Yes. Big, big day in the camera community. Mm-hmm, Donna, mm-hmm. what do you know about uh, Masquerade? Oh, my gosh. Thank you for asking. Let me tell you. You got to test her intellect every now and again, gang, when she gets back from these trips. So Twin Cities Pride is presenting this event. It's the Masquerade event, July 8th. It's a Thursday. Um, they've updated the event. It's going to be at the Women's Club in Minneapolis. It's going to be hosted by Miss Shannon. That's a really cool place, the the Women's Club. $40 tickets to the event are available now, or you can can live stream it from home for free. Okay? Okay. And then uh, you can find out more by uh, going to mytalk1071.com. Or, you know, tcpride.org. Okay? All right? Yeah, you said okay a lot during that. I did. Okay, and I right. uh, can go there. Okay, it's gonna be the women's club. Okay, you kind of put me on the spot. So okay. just testing your intellect, lady. All right. Well, don't judge me on that. Thank you. Okay, so I have to tell you a really sweet story. I got choked up when I was reading about this. Oh. Sorry. Okay. Steve just hit me with a paintball. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been aiming at her. She's been moving the whole show, so I finally had a clean shot, and then I was like, I'm not going to ruin my shot. <laughs> okay, listen to this story. It's okay. really sweet. So right. there is a woman. She's a longtime New York Yankees fan, and she got to live out her childhood dream six decades later. Her name is Gwen Goldman. She's 70 years old. She became an honorary Batgirl at the Yankees' home game against the uh, L.A. Angels. This was on Monday. This is 60 years after she asked to serve in that position, and she was rejected. So she was a 10-year-old girl. She writes a letter. Okay, this is 1961. She writes a letter to the general manager at the time, Roy Hammy. I don't know. Sounds good. And she expressed her dream to be a Batgirl. And then she received a response... That ended up being shared on social media recently, okay? And she, okay. her request was not granted because she was a girl. Isn't that terrible? So yeah. they said, and she's got the letter, and it's been hanging up in her house in a frame. Mm-hmm. And it said, while we agree with you that girls are certainly as capable as boys and no doubt would be an attractive addition on the playing field. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. I'm sure you can understand that in a game dominated by men, a young lady such as yourself would feel out of place in a dugout. So, again, this was in her living room. It was on her wall because she still loved the Yankees, and it was a way to hang on to that dream. Mm -hmm. She ends up having a video call with the team's current general management uh, manager, Brian Cashman. I guess her daughter got involved, sent the letter, and then he... um, felt compelled to resurrect the original request and to have her come down. And he said, here at the Yankees, we have championed to break down gender barriers in our industry. It's an ongoing commitment rooted in the belief that a woman belongs everywhere a man does, including the dugout. 
And it's not too late to reward and recognize the ambition you showed in writing that letter as a 10-year-old. Isn't that sweet? That is very sweet. So this woman... That's cool. That's again, really her cool. name is uh, Gwen Goldman. Gigi. Said, it's my honor and dream, and I can't thank you enough for making this dream come true. And thank you for doing this for us women and for moving forward and opening the world up to uh, to the population. I feel like I'm in a dream. And then, so I'm telling Steve... Basically, the gist of this story this morning. You did not get into nearly those details, or else I would not have said what I said. So I said to Steve, okay, and at the end of the show, I want to bring up this story about this, you know, 70 year old woman who became a Batgirl. And he's like, oh, yeah, I saw this. I saw the the footage of her then getting hit by a line drive. <laughs> <laughs> was like, so what? And I said, I yeah, like, like started as this really sweet thing, but then I saw a follow-up last night on SportsCenter and the camera's kind of away really quick, but it was like crazy. She's like, oh my gosh, maybe we shouldn't talk about it. I said, no, I'm lying. Here's what I want to talk about. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Yeah. Now I hear the the... The reasoning, it's not just like overdue thing. It's this wonderful thing about women being able to do anything. Yes. You know, I have daughters. I have a soft spot for this sort of break through the glass ceiling exactly. kind of thing. And now here I am joking about her getting tagged by a liner. Yeah. Well, listen, go. the first and third base line are no places to uh, to pick at your fingernails. You got to keep your head on a swivel. Some line drives come down there. <sighs> yeah, you got to be careful. Uh, Mark? Up. I don't know what that means. I don't know why I said it. I just felt like the right thing to say. <laughs> you got to suit up. Suit up, man. Where'd you, where are your tickets? First baseline. Cool. What are you wearing to the game? Chainmail. I don't know what that means. Oh, that would have been a good joke if you knew what it was. Oh, uh, say it again. Say it again. All right. All right. Here, everybody listen up. Haven't you played Dungeons and Dragons? Or no. Honestly, Donna. Oh, gosh. No. Um, yeah. Oh, where'd you get your tickets? First base, baseline. Oh, cool. What are you wearing? Chainmail. Yeah, I don't get it. You know, think Renaissance Festival, the metal face masks that are protecting oh. them. You said suit up. I thought that's the direction we were going. Oh, sorry. I suppose it's not. It's not. See, not every segment has to be tight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now let me tell you my second positive cat story of the day. Okay. Earlier, anecdotally, I was talking about how great it would be if you got your cat video up on the cat video festival reel, even though I'm not a cat guy. Click on the link. Yeah, it's neat. So there's this this cool Yukioe painting that is also a scratching post. I don't know if this is a fa- this is famous, right? The Great Wave off of Kanagawa. Sure. It feels like some sort of Japanese pop art that we've seen before. There's a familiarity to it. I'm sure this is like extremely famous and I sound like an idiot right now. But imagine this, this wave that is crashing and then there's a little bit of beach and it all looks beautiful and really cool, but it's actually a scratching post for your cat. And so where they scratch themselves, it's not really a post per se. It accomplishes the same task. Oh, yeah, that's neat. But then they go and they lean on the sandy part of the wave and it's going up, and there's a couple little groove, little covey grooves for them to rub their cat bodies on. And it doesn't look like as much of an eyesore, which cat furniture can sometimes take away from yeah. your, you know, yes. modern farmhouse or whatever you're going for. It's really hard to explain, but if you take a very famous painting, like let's say a Van Gogh, yes, Queen. you know, Starry Night or whatever, and turned that into a cat post. Just in case you're not familiar with this. By making the base of the painting three-dimensional. Imagine just the bottom third of the painting, flat canvas painting, 
now pushes out about 18 inches and now it's three-dimensional and your cat can lay up on that part and there's scratchy things in there reinforced cardboard etc yes a three-dimensional it's very kitschy very very. I linked it up, yeah. D-bone. I'm on it, dude. Nice. I am a professional. So I got a big day with, well, a big couple of days here coming up. We got a nice jam-packed afternoon. Thanks for asking, Donna. Oh, you're welcome. Three shoots, back-to-back-to-back oh, shoots no. that we're doing. Um, and Don't the, forget to show up. I love it. <laughs> and the final shoot is going to be with Rocco. Um, it's going to be great. And we're going to talk to him all about this is the idea came up. I was at a meeting and uh, somebody said, what about Rocco? Like we always hear him. Listeners Mm -hmm. know his voice, but maybe they want to get to know a little bit more about him, how he comes up with all these crazy ideas and things like that. So, oh, Rocco, by the way, uh, bring a cup of coffee, maybe a fake one, whatever. It could be styrofoam. I don't care. And, uh, and then tomorrow I have lunch with Donna after the show. Ooh, Are you buying? No, we were going to make Ryan buy because he got his fancy new news job. Do you think he really will? I hope so. Let's uh, find out before we actually meet. (laughs) No, it's better when the check comes. I got to go. All right, Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye now.